Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Charity Stripe on the all new Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. I'm Joshua Fisher along with Alexander Disopolis and Nicholas Snacks Kreider. If you don't like a DJ Airhorn sound effect, guess what? That's so fine with us. We love you for who you are and what you like. But if you do want to talk about it, find us on Instagram at the.charity.stripe or on Twitter at underscore charity stripe underscore football is here. Let's go. As you're listening to this, Cowboys bucks are going on. NFL is back. Felt like the offseason kind of moved quick for me. How about you guys? I feel like the Super Bowl was just yesterday, which is not a bad feeling necessarily. I don't necessarily know if the Super Bowl was yesterday, but the offseason definitely did move quick, um, especially with just so much news that just broke with Breeze retiring and Brady coming back and Dak getting healthy. And, you know, you got Tebow making a comeback and then getting cut again. And Carl Nassib coming out as gay, which is a great story. Um, so, I mean, so many different things happened this offseason, you know, other than just moves and acquisitions. The draft was awesome. Um, great to have players back there. It was awesome for them and their families. Um, and obviously, free agency is always wild. And there's still some guys left available in the free agent, free agent market. We saw Le'Veon go to the Ravens. That backfield is wild. But we did our fantasy football show already. You guys had that last week with Lisa Ann, which was awesome. Now, this week, what's going to happen this season? Who's going to win? Who's going to the playoffs? Super Bowls, MVPs, surprise players, all that good stuff. We'll just start at the very tippy top. Let's get let's just break down quickly who you guys think is going to win each division. Then we'll get to the conference championships. Then we'll get to the Super Bowl in this first segment. Uh, we'll go to the AFC first, the AFC East, where my team resides, the Patriots. They've dominated for pretty much the entire century. But obviously, as of last year, there's a new sheriff in town. It looks like it is the Bills to lose. Are we all in agreement that that is the Bills division? Without question, almost. That is, without question, the Bills division. Yes. DJ Cops, lock it in. 20 million rupees. Wow. Okay. Let's then move to, because I think the North is- Well, you didn't seem incredibly satisfied with that. Do you want to push back in any form or fashion? No, I don't want to push back at all. I think that division, I think my only pushback on that division, just as far as what the masses maybe view it as, I think the division is going to be more competitive through and through than people anticipate. Not necessarily saying that the Dolphins or Patriots are going to stake claim to the title of the AFC East champions. I do think both those teams are going to be good. I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of people are put, put it, still putting the Patriots in the playoffs, but if it was the Dolphins rather than the Patriots, I wouldn't be surprised either way. 
I don't think two teams will make it from the AFC East, but I do think that two teams have a shot outside the Bills to make the playoffs. Uh, and I think those games are going to be competitive. I do think the Jets stink on ice still. Um, but no, I, I, I don't, don't think they're going to be the worst team in the NFL next year, though. Or no, I, don't, year, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that stands in the division I want to bring up next, which is the AFC South. Um, I think we all agree that was that the team that you're alluding to toss the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. I even think there, we might see a couple of other contenders too. I just, I have a feeling that the jets aren't going to be the worst team. I, I I'm coming around on Zach Wilson and the excitement that that can bring. I'm not confident that he's going to consistently show up and deliver, but he has a he has some good receiving weapons. Uh, it's a deep receiving room. Obviously the running back room leaves some to be desired, but Nick, you really like Michael Carter, uh, to, to take that job. I think a lot of other people are high on him as well. So I don't know. I'm interested to see what that jets team can do. Maybe turn some heads and and have a couple of upset games. Yeah. I definitely agree with you though. Uh, Josh, that the Texans will be the worst team in the NFL this season. They stink on ice. Yeah. They're horrible. I did take Brandon Cooks my draft the other night with the anticipation that he's going to be the king of garbage time. Um, and sometimes that just works for fantasy football, but not in real life. Uh, is this a similar situation? Are we sold on the Titans here as the Kings of the South and AFC or no? I would say yes, just because of the fact that you got Trevor Lawrence, who's a rookie quarterback. They won one game last season. How much of an improvement are they going to make? They're not going to make the playoffs. We just mentioned the Texans being the worst team. And you got some instability right now with the Colts. I mean, that's a good football team who could probably make the playoffs, but how long is Carson Wentz gonna, not going to play for? You know, I mean, that's always a big question. You know, even if he does get healthy, is he going to re-injure himself? And so it's always a question there. And it looks like the Titans did get stronger, you know, adding Julio Jones to that offense. And A.J. Brown's going to come into his own again and just dominate as well. Derrick Henry offensive player of the year last year. Tannehill's been looking sharp. So I think that team for sure has it locked in. Toss. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the the question for the Colts is, can they keep up with the Patriots and the Dolphins um, rather than can they keep up with the Titans? I, I think the Titans, similarly to the Bills, are clearly the number one team in that division. So we'll see how far the Titans can go in a hot second. We'll move to the AFC West which I think the Chiefs, obviously, we can't. I know this is a SoCal-based program, but we have to be a little realistic here and say that the Chiefs still are not only the favorite in the AFC West, but probably maybe the favorite in the AFC. Um, But the Chargers are on the rise. I think the Raiders have a big question mark, but I'm kind of intrigued by this Broncos team for the first time in a while. Yeah, I agree with you on that as well. I mean, their defense is always good. Uh, they announced Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback, so maybe a change under center can do wonders for their offense. I mean, Drew Locke kind of had that offense a little stagnant, but they've got receivers. They've got weapons. Mm-hmm. Judy's going to be a great receiver this year. Corlin Sutton's going to be great. You got Noah Fan at tight end. It's a great team. I, I think they're going to they're definitely going to win some games in that division, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if three teams from that division make the playoffs this season. Three teams making the playoffs from that division. So that would mean the Chiefs would make it as the winner, presumably. And then the Chargers and the Broncos would get in there, leaving available one more wild card spot. Correct. It would not shock me. I wouldn't be shocked. 
I would be like, whoa, that's kind of wild, but I wouldn't be floored. I'd if for if I would be floored if it was like the Raiders that made the playoffs. Right, right, right. I, I think, in my opinion, based off of the strength of the teams in the AFC North, I would be pretty shocked if three teams from the AFC West made it. Now, I like the Broncos too. I like Bridgewater as the quarterback there. There's even a couple, you know, you've got two running backs you can look to with Gordon and Javante Williams, KJ Hamler, like he's their speedy guy who can burn people down the field. I really like them a lot. And you get Von Miller back too. I just, we'll get into the AFC North. Those teams, top to bottom, their rosters, those top three teams are better. And I even know we have question marks around the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you guys know me. I'm always high on them coming into the season and they tend to always be in the mix. Yeah, they always tend to be in the mix. So it's, it's that yeah, time I, of year if for the Chiefs at one, Chiefs at one, lock the Chargers in at two. I'm really excited about them. Yeah, Nick, I'm I'm happy to to be rooting on Jay Herbs in his sophomore season. He's gonna crush it. I got yeah. Keenan Allen in a draft last night, so I'm I'm gonna be pulling for the Chargers and Keenan to get 15 receptions every single game. Um, but yeah, I can't lock the den. I can't lock Denver in. I. I, I can't even lock it in as a possibility. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. But to back to the Chargers really quickly. I mean, this is the first time that they're coming out of an offseason or a preseason fully healthy. Every season, it seems like they catch the injury bug, whether it's Derwin James, whether it's Keenan Allen, whether it's Joey Bosa. One, one of, of the their offensive stars is always hurt. Right, exactly. So they finally have a full healthy team starting in week one. And this is the offense and the defense and the team that Tom Telesco has put together that is finally going to play at, at one time. And so really excited to see what happens. Obviously Herbert exceeded expectations last season, won the rookie of the year. He's going to finish, I think in the top 10 in MVP voting this season, Keenan's going to get his. So I, I would say that they're going to make the wild card as well. Yeah. I, was, I don't new, think they're winning that division though. New stadium too. A lot of excitement there. People coming to the games that maybe haven't seen the Chargers. I think there's just this this whole kind of collection and amplification of what the Chargers can be right now. And hopefully that increases their national awareness. I know Herbert did that a lot for them last year, just stepping on the stage as a rookie and winning rookie of the year. But I expect, you know, even more growth from a national standpoint for the right. Chargers this year. It's and the, great that the big, they have. Uh, the, I was going to say that it's great that they have, though, Burrow and Tua were taken before Herbert. Right. A little chip Her, on his shoulder. But yeah, a little chip on his shoulder. But the Chargers are kind of sitting the prettiest of those three organizations as far as the quarterback goes. Burrow's obviously, unfortunately, coming off a major injury. Tua, they just refused to commit to fully with Deshaun, Deshaun Watson rumors lingering, even as he's, you know, in court or soon to be in court. Herbert looks to be like the best pick of all of them. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, they did a great job. They always do a good job drafting, I think. Um, and even to this this draft that they took Rashawn Slater in, I mean, they really beefed up the offensive line. Mm. That was the biggest thing that they committed to this offseason, adding, you know, Lindsay at center and and uh, Filer, and they've added um, uh, the guy from Detroit as well at one of the guard positions. So, you know, they really beefed up that line, and they're putting a lot of chips in and making sure that Herbert stays healthy and plays a long, healthy career um, with the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I thought that Slater, I thought the Slater pick, was the right move. And we'll segue this into the Bengals and the North, where I think the Bengals could potentially be one of the worst teams in the division and maybe the AFC. I mean, sorry, the AFC. 
And I think it's because, and I'm not even saying this because what we've seen of Jamar Chase dropping the football, you got to protect your quarterback. And I don't know if they've done enough to protect the quarterback, especially after he's coming off the injury. So kudos to the Chargers. Steelers are interesting. I'm with you, Toss. I'm not down to count them out. It's just a real question of, though, who's going to win, the Ravens or the Browns? Yeah, in my opinion, it's the Browns. I think that they're, they're legit. Last season was a good tune-up season for them. I think this season they've got a real shot at making the AFC Championship and potentially the Super Bowl. They've got a lot of weapons. Odell's back and healthy. They've got a great running back duo, arguably the best in the NFL with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Baker Mayfield has another year of seasoning under his belt. I think that they really take the next step and get to a point where they could potentially win a championship. I, not to mention, sorry, not to mention they added Jadavian Clowney to that already amazing defensive line. Yeah, I mean, their roster, again, we already mentioned the AFC North and what their rosters look like and that top to bottom, these are complete teams. And yes, we'll see some new things offensively for the Steelers, but we know what that defense is like getting guys back from injury last year. They are really scary, as are the Ravens defense. And of course, so is the Browns defense as well. I am leaning towards the Ravens winning the division. I think that we've kind of like, we've set, it feels like the media has set this floor for Lamar Jackson and myself included after his, his kind of exciting rookie year. I don't know if you guys remember, but I was very critical of what was going to happen in his sophomore year because I expected offense, the defensive coordinators for the rest of the NFL to scheme accordingly and, and make him turn into a passer. It didn't work. He won the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's just, we, we set this floor for this guy and he's shown us already that he can exceed expectations and figure things out. And that's what great players do, right? That they, they surprise us and they continue to get better. And so even though Dobbins is hurt, you know, they just signed Lev Bell. I like Tyson Williams. Gus Edwards has been there. He knows what he's doing. That offensive line is just so good. And that defense is a Titan in the NFL. I mean, it's, it's hard to compare any defense with that Ravens defense and his weapons. I, I actually like them. I think he's got more than he's had before. He's got Mark Andrews. They have good rapport. You know, he's, he's got another year of Hollywood Brown. Hopefully he can stay healthy and continue to stretch the field. I just think that the Ravens, they feel due to me. Um, the Browns are getting all this hype. And I would hate to sleep on a Harbaugh-led team with Lamar Jackson at the helm because what he can do at the end of games, yes, I know that people have been critical of him in past in the last two minutes because he can't make the throws, but we've seen it before at the end of games. He can do it with his legs and the ability to break one loose for 20, 30 yards puts you in field goal position. And all you need to do is get in field goal position if it's a field goal score game. You got Justin Tucker on your team. So I, I just really think they're dangerous and I think I like them to win those close games over Baker making plays. You can't rely on Nick Chubb getting four yard, six yard carries play after play when you don't have the time to work with that. So mm-hmm. it's a, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily like the most apt comparison. I think it's important what teams do at the end of games. We talk about it in all sports, right? That's how you close games out. That's how you get wins. That's the most important thing, getting those wins in the win column. Um, I could totally see the Browns winning the division. I feel like the Ravens are going to do it, but either way, either of those teams, if they're, they're the, the, the winner of the division yeah. or the wild card, they're dangerous going into those into the playoffs. I'm going to yep. break the tie here and go with the Browns. Um, I just think I want. I'm with you. I think um, Lamar has gotten unfair shake after unfair shake, especially at the end of last year where he was excellent. 
Um, I do think, though, that the injury to Dobbins, Bateman's hurt. They lose Orlando Brown. There are some missing pieces on that offense that they had last year, um, plus the guys that they thought were going to have this year with Bateman as a first-round pick that are not there to start the season or won't be there at all. Um, I do think that this Browns team is just so deep because we bring up Chubb, but they also have Hunt. Odell is back. You have Jarvis Landry. They have the two Not to mention they might have the best line in all football, too. And I would say that the second we're behind the Chiefs, like one of the two. So like the, you're in great company there. Um, but we have the Bills, we have the Browns, with the Ravens making the playoffs as the first wild card of three. Then we have the Titans, and then we have the Chiefs. Do we want to let's put the Chargers in? Yeah. And then where are we going with that third spot? I'd probably say the Colts if Carson Wentz is healthy. It's a good team. Yeah, I, I like the Colts because they get to pick on the Jags and the Texans, obviously. Um, if the Dolphins are not good, if Tua does not perform, then I think the Patriots are in that exact same position, right? Then they get to pick on the Dolphins and the Jets. It's true. Um, the Broncos, again, the reason why I don't think they're that team is because the Raiders, I, I, like, I don't think the Raiders are good. I don't buy into them whatsoever even with more weapons on their offense. Now they got a nice backup running back Kenyon Drake in case Josh Jacobs goes down. I still don't trust them. I don't trust Derek Carr. I definitely don't trust their defense. It was abhorrent last year. And all with all that said, like we still haven't seen the Broncos do it. Like Teddy hasn't played a snap for them yet. I expect him to be good, but they just have a little bit of a harder road playing two games against the chargers and two games against the chiefs. And so I can't push them ahead of the Pats or the Colts. Um, the Steelers are kind of an enigma. Like I would lean to the Steelers just because that's a team that's been there and it's, it could be Ben's curtain call. And I don't think he's not going to make the playoffs if, if this is his last dance. I'm going to side with you this time, Toss, and go with the Steelers. So I think we have the Chargers, the Steelers, the Ravens, the wild card teams. Who's the number one overall seed and who makes the Super Bowl? Nick, with you. Um, I'm going to go and say the number one seed this year is going to be the bills. Okay. I think that, um, they have an easier division than the chiefs do. I think the chiefs maybe drop a game or two within the division. Um, and I don't think the bills lose any games within their division. Maybe, maybe one game, I think against possibly new England. Um, but I think that they also will meet the Browns in the AFC conference championship game. So Bills Browns, Nick. Bills right? Browns in the AFC. Yeah, I think that I agree. I think the Bills are going to win the AFC. I think they'll have the best overall record uh, when the end of the season shakes out. And I think that they will be playing the Chiefs. And we get that Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes matchup that we've been wanting to see. Um, and I expect the Bills to make some noise, take it to the Super Bowl. I am but going. I, looking forward to that air raid of a game that would happen. That would be epic. This is a tough one. I, I love the, I love the stance of the bills because of the division, because of where they're at winning the AFC. I am going to be lame. I'm going to be boring. I think the addition on the additions of the offensive line have been great. I think the defense is super sound and solid and I think they have the best player in football, without a doubt. And I'm going to go with the Chiefs winning the entire AFC and then beating the Browns to go back to the Super Bowl for the third year in a row. So you have the Browns going to the AFC conference as well? Uh, yeah, I do. 
I think it's gonna be Browns Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs are gonna win. So those yeah. are the three teams. The one, <laughs> the one, the one thing I'll say about your pick, Josh, is that the Bills, in my mind, have a lot more consistency coming into the year. There's less turnover, and because of that, I think there's less time needed to figure things out. And yes, the offensive line did get better, but it's also very different. And there could be snafus figuring out, you know, what sets you want to run, what shifts and all of that good stuff. Yes, they played some in the preseason more than a lot of people would have liked to see them play. But I think for that reason, that's why I lean bills is because they've got everything put together. It's already there. It's the same as last year. Let's just yeah. do it. Let's go win games. I, the th- I do think though, the, the guys they do at Orlando Brown and Joe Tooney, who are pro bowl offensive linemen. Right. Like as good as you get. So I'm I'm confident that the Chiefs bounce back after that Super Bowl loss and come back with vengeance. I I think it's going to be tight between those top three teams, but I, I just want to like definitely say that those are the top three teams in my mind in the AFC without a doubt. I don't think I don't think the Titans are on the same playing field as those three teams. Yeah. So I got the Bills, Toss has the Bills, and Josh has the Chiefs. And next Toss- segment you'll find out who they're gonna play against in the Super Bowl. Dun, dun, dun. And Toss, you have the Browns and the Bills, correct? Or no, Nick. Yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs I have the Chiefs and the Bills. Chiefs, Bills. I have Chiefs, Browns, and Nick has Browns, Bills. We're the charity strike. See ya in a few. This is the charity stripe on a new generation of radio. The mightier 1090 AM. SoCal Sports Talk. We're back again, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. I'm Joshua Fisher, along with Alexander Tosopoulos and Nicholas Snacks. Kreider, you heard the AFC preview in the first half. Now we're going to the NFC preview. We will start in Toss's home division. The NFC East, Toss, will start with you. Your Cowboys are going up against the Giants, the Eagles, and the football team, who if they change their name from the football team, I'm going to be so livid. Uh, what do you think is going to go You should just keep the name. Team? 100%. 100%. I think it's got a ring to it. It's really grown on me. It's great. The football team is awesome. I wish the Indians just were the Cleveland baseball team. Like, if we had just one team per sport, the Cleveland Guardians is so slouch. The defenders, the presidents, like, what are what's their logo going to be? Like, Avraham Lincoln, Jorge Washington. Avraham Lincoln. Avraham Lincoln. You guys didn't know Lincoln was a Jew? <laughs> Fun fact of the day for the 1090 fans. Um, Toss, what tall do you think? Jew. He's a tall Jew. Yeah. It's very true. Uh, Toss, what are you thinking for the NFC East? I don't know. I have nothing to, I have no idea what to make of this division and (laughs) what's going to happen. I'll pick the Cowboys because I'm a Cowboys fan, but it's like a, it's a cheap pick. Like, it's like we're not, no one's winning over 11 games. Uh, I'm, it's such, it's mayhem. Like the Eagles are really bad, obviously. The Giants, I really don't know what to make of them. Like I know what the Cowboys are. If Dak stays healthy, our offense is electric and our defense is maybe a little bit better than last year. I hope so. We spent enough draft capitals that it should be. But, and then I know that the Washington football team has an elite defense, but I don't know what to make of their offense because how long can Ryan Fitzpatrick really hold up for? I, I, I like him a lot. I love his post game interviews, I love his swag. But he gets hurt a lot, and uh, you know it, it's just their offense leaves some to be desired. And then the Giants, their quarterback's Daniel Jones. So I expect it to be the Cowboys by smallest margins of victory. Yeah, I think my expectations for the Giants are 
um, on the floor. So I don't know. I'm not very high on them. I think their offense is going to be extremely stagnant. Um, we'll see how Saquon comes back. Um, but even that's kind of a question mark. I th- I'm fine with Dak. If he's healthy, that offense is just not going to be touchable within that division. The Eagles, again, like some of the other teams that we've mentioned in the first segment, stink on ice. Then you have the football team. I really want to pick Fitzmagic to do it in what could be his swan song and his last hurrah. And I do think he'll keep that team competitive and I do think he'll hold on to the job. I just think that with Lamb, with Gallup, with Cooper, with Zeke, it's just like murderer's row down there. And even Jarwin's good and the defense has gotten better. And I think it's gotten better just enough. Like if the Cowboy, if Dak was there last year, they would have won that division. Like it wouldn't have been the football team going to the playoffs. It would have been the Cowboys. So let's look at it this way. Do I think they get out of week one against the Buccaneers unscathed? Absolutely not. I think that's going to be an extremely tough test. I don't care who their receivers are. That defense is ferocious. But I no, do think it's the You're starting it's the off 0 and 1. Yeah, I think it's the I don't know what's going on in the game right now, but I imagine that the Bucs are winning 14 to 3. There you go. Love that take. Uh, Nicholas. I'm going to go with the football team. I Ooh. think. I think that's a, a elite defense, like you just mentioned, Toss. I think they got the defensive player of the year on that team and Chase Young. I think that that defense is really going to keep them alive in that division. And you're right, Fitzmagic is one of those guys that just keeps the team competitive. And they always have another option down there, um, you know, whenever they want to make a move to quarterback. Um, they also got Scary Terry, and the running game is pretty good, too, with Antonio Gibson and and uh, McKissick. So I think that then Ron Rivera is a great coach. I mean, we can't, we can't discredit him at all, but I think that defense really keeps him alive in that division and gets the job done. Nice. Let's go to the North and the South. We'll kind of combo this because there were some gimmies in the first segment. So I think we could pair the gimmies together. Are both of these gimme divisions, the South and the North of the NFC? Um, I would more say that the South is a gimme division. Okay. Um, because that Drew Brees retired, and I don't know where the Falcons are going to be, but you gotta you gotta say that the Bucks are still the favorite to yeah. win the entire NFC, and I think they'll do that handedly in that division. It's going to be somewhat competitive because now you got Darnold playing for Carolina. I think that was a great move to see what he can do there with a fully healthy McCaffrey as well. But I still think the Bucks end up winning like twelve to thirteen games and, and win that division. Some people, uh, someone on ESPN today said they couldn't go undefeated 17 and 0. People on ESPN don't get drug tested. Uh, so no, I mean, which is obviously really bullish, but like, crack. I wouldn't be surprised if they won 14 or 15 games. Like, they're oh, just that no. good. I mean, there's an extra game in the season, too. So that means you're going to lose two games if you win 15. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. the thing with the Buccaneers is that everyone's like, oh, they, you know, another year of AB, obviously Godwin's healthy and they're the running back stable. And everyone's like so stoked in the offense. Their defense, defense is what won the yeah they won the championship. The defense, like obviously the offense put up points, but the defense held Mahomes to like less than fifteen points. It was ridiculous. I yeah. think the Packers take it. I think the Vikings are going to be competitive, like the Panthers. I think the Lions stink on ice. The Falcons, shout out to the new head coach Arthur Smith and of course his family. Um, but the Saints, I don't have much faith in. And it's not because I don't have much faith in Jameis Winston. I think the defensive backfield uh, is kind of pieced together outside of Lattimore. I think that the linebackers are meh. 
I think that the receivers are not good outside of Michael Thomas, who's not going to be playing to start the year. And has been the case for a while. You threw out your defensive player of the year. I'm going to throw out my offensive player of the year. I think it's going to be Kamara because I think he's going to have to do so much on that Saints offense that he gets a wild workload and just puts up ridiculous stats. I don't think it's enough to obviously win the division, let alone even make the playoffs. But I think the Packers, I'm going to D-Jack Hobbs them as well to win that as long as everyone's healthy. I would say that the they've got some competition for sure. They seem like the favorite, but man, I'm going to take a, a a wild one here. I think the Bears win that division this year. I think their defense makes a step up about being elite as well. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think we're going to see Justin Fields play this season. I think it's going to be Andy Dalton because I think he's going to play really good ball. And I think they're going to rely on the run game. Montgomery's going to have a, a boatload of yards and their receivers are going to get theirs. And I see them winning the division this year. That's a wow. crazy take, but that is a hot, this is a scorcher. That is scorcher. Ben Stiller starring in Scorcher Seven hot take right there. That is Tug Speedman, I guess, is, is technically who's starring that movie. But yeah, that, that's a hot take. And I can't agree with it, but I appreciate the hot take, Nick. Uh, I think the Packers are leaps and bounds better than everyone else in that division. I, I actually think that the Saints will be the second best team in the NFC South. I think that they'll be itching and knocking on the door for another playoff run, not a playoff run, but to get to the playoffs just because of who their head coach is and what that culture is for that team. I, I, they just, they always surprise us whenever we doubt them. Right. And I think Jameis got LASIK. So his eyes are better, <laughs> um, but I'm going to stick with certainties in the NFC North. I think the Packers are going to be really, really good. I think they're going to be better than they were last year. And I think Rodgers is going to keep par with his performance. You've got, you've got more guys there now that can help. I think that we're going to see a lot more AJ Dillon this year. And that's scary for people that have to, that have to <laughs> tackle that guy. Cause he's a beast. Mm. And I also just think that the Vikings defensive backfield, their defense as a whole was terrible last year. Like, and I expect them to be better, but how much better can they actually be? Yeah, I I I've, I'm I have faith that the Vikings are going to be competitive. I think the Bears take is a scorcher on many levels. Obviously, I'm pulling for my boy Fields to get into the game, but the fact that you think the Red Rocket can take over Rodgers and win that division, I'm almost if Rodgers is fully healthy, <laughs> I am almost willing to bet that I would get a Red Rocket tattoo on my thigh that there's no way Andy Dalton could take him out. We'll see. I think I think more than anything, it's the defense that can really just control that division. I'm I'm putting my money on defense this year. I did the same thing with the football team, doing the same thing with the Bears this season. It's not much yeah. of the quarterback, but I think Dalton's going to play just fine enough to keep his job. And if they're a competitive team, they're not going to make a change midseason. I don't think you have Justin Fields and Nick Foles on your team if you think Andy Dalton's keeping the job the entire year. That's that's yeah, my Nick opinion Foles on that. There. But we'll see. I'm just saying, if they're competitive, they're not going to make a change. Oh, no, no, I agree with that. But I just think they may. If they're winning football games and he's getting a job done and he's not making Hey, it's Matt Nagy. Brian Flores did it. Matt Nagy could definitely do it. Andy Dalton doesn't turn the ball over very much. So if they could keep their offense on the field and and by the way of their defense and by the way of not turning the ball over, they're going to win some football games. Hey, look, if if they start out hot, the first half of the season. And then we get into the winter games in the NFC North in the second half where anything can happen because there are a bunch of divisional rivals and it's pouring snow and you can't see shit. 
David Montgomery's running for 25 carries and 150 yards. I'm also on my fantasy team. I'm with you, Nick. Let's do it. I will see what happens in the North. We'll go to the West though, real quick. Who's everyone's pick in the West? Cause I think this is the toughest division in football. This one I'll, is tough. This one is tough. I'll start off. I'll go with the, I've doubted him every year. I've done it every single time and I'm not going to do it anymore. I think he's being slept on. Russell Wilson is going to get it done and win the division. This is it. I'm riding. I'm riding the Seahawks. I think the Niners are overrated. They have way too many question marks and they have way too many guys coming back from injury. You have to see how they all shake out. Uh, Rams, one of those situations where they could be great or they could maybe flounder. We don't necessarily know what the run game looks like. I actually am kind of into the Cardinals as a sleeper team, along with the Panthers. I just think that the other teams in the division are too good where it's tough for them. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I think Seattle, when they have Russell Wilson, when they have Pete Carroll as their head coach, they have DK Metcalf as a premier wide receiver now and Tyler Lockett compliments him really good. And Chris Carson runs the ball well, and they still have a pretty stout defense. I think that's their division to win as well. And I do think the Rams will be very competitive. And I think that they make a wild card game. Yeah. I'm just going to flip those teams. Uh, I think that the Rams have it again, an elite defense and they have two of the best. They have two of the top five defensive players. One of which is you could argue the best player in football or the second best behind Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Donald. And of course, Jalen Ramsey as well. Uh, Their defense was tremendous last year. You add a more competent quarterback with Matt Stafford over Jared Goff. Mm. I don't think it really matters that Cam Makers was just increasing what their potential could have been. But Daryl Henderson is a good back. He played a lot of good football last year. And they brought Sony Michelle in, who's a wily veteran who could get it done between the tackles. Josh, you love your former Pats guy right there. So Damn, I just Michelle, they have too much and, and Stafford's going to be gripping and ripping finally in a place where he's excited to play. Um, and I just, I don't see them not winning the division, but if they weren't going to win it, I think it would be to the Seahawks because you can never count out Russell Wilson. And um, again, there's just too much uncertainty with the 49ers team, but I think they're still going to be really competitive in all of these teams, I think are going to boast good records at the end of the year. Okay. So let me shake it down the way we've broken it out. Just to recap quickly in the AFC bills, uh, Browns, Ravens make it. We have the Steelers also make it the Titans and the chiefs. Uh, go into the play. The Chargers. The Chargers. Now on the NFC, we have the Buccaneers. We have the Seahawks Rams. We're all cool with that in some capacity. One winning the division, one making the wild card. So that's three teams. We're going to go two beats one just by math sense, but I wouldn't be shocked if the football team did it. We'll go with the Cowboys for now. Then we'll go with the Packers as well. I'm keen on the idea of the Bears. I'm keen on the idea of the Panthers, the Cardinals. Am I forgetting anybody for those last two wild card spots that people want to throw out there? Maybe the Niners. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, I wouldn't say the Niners. Um, the Vikings. No, I think you, I think you got. I mean, I don't think the, I don't even think the Vikings. Honestly, the Saints um, would be the one that I would throw out, just because I, I think it's tough to keep them out of there. Yeah, we'll see. That I conversation. Mean, I think I think you're right. When when Sean Payton's their head coach and they've got the offensive player of the year and both of our eyes, I, I agree with you, Josh, that Kamara's going to win offensive player of the year. Um, it's going to be hard to, to count them out. Mm-hmm. All right. So some capacity, the Saints maybe sneak in, obviously, is one maybe the sixth or seventh. We're looking at the Bears. 
Um, and then that's pretty much the long and short of it. Panthers, Cardinals, thanks for playing. We're excited about you guys, but maybe not this year. You're in the Broncos like, oh, so close, but no cigar. What are we thinking for the Super Bowl? Who's making out of the NFC to face your opponent? Give me the two teams you see in the NFC Championship game toss. NFC Championship, I'm. it's the year of the top-tier quarterbacks. We've got Rodgers versus Brady. Incredible, incredible game, just like it is on the AFC side with Mahomes and Allen. And I'm telling you, Rodgers, it's all smoke and mirrors, dude. He's, he's taking it all the way. He's going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Nicholas. All right, Bears all the way. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, you've said I think, it. I think I'm going to uh, go with the Bucks as the one seed, and they're going to handily get to the NFC Championship game. And then I would say the Seahawks. Um, Russell Wilson, I think, is going to have an MVP-type season, as he always does. He always puts himself in that mix. I think it's going to continue. Like I mentioned before, he's got a great rapport now with his two receivers, and um, I think that's going to be a great classic NFC championship game. I'm going to go. I really want to go with Nick. I love Russ so much, but I actually am going to go with Toss. And I'm going to go with, <sighs> nah, I can't pick against Tom. I think the Bucks are going to make it. I think the Bucks are going to go against the Chiefs and we're going to see a rematch. I'm, I, I don't love it. I don't want to say it. I just have to be honest with myself and honest with the people of the 1090. So who does everyone have winning the Super Bowl? I will say that the Seahawks beat the Bucks in the NFC championship game, get to it against the bills, bills, Seahawks and the bills end up winning it all. Wow. Wow. So much redemption in that, that narrative for yours, Nick. I love that. You've got the, the bills winning a super bowl. You've got Russ beating Tom. They haven't played each other since then. Have they, did they play last year? No, no. Um, I don't remember if they played last year, but they've played, they've played this. They've played since the super bowl. Since the Malcolm Butler throw, um, For sure. but either way, still obvious. Not in the playoffs, they haven't. So that's a redemption story. I love that. Bills getting the Super Bowl. That that's really exciting. I, I'm gonna have to go with. So I have the Bills taking on the Packers, and Rodgers is not gonna lose if he's playing Josh Allen. It's not gonna happen. Wow. So we have Packers winning. We got Josh Allen winning, and then I think that Andy Reid. Do it. You're, you're such a you're such a sucker for the Chiefs. I am a sucker for the Chiefs. I think he gets it done. It's such a I, safe pick. I know. I look. I'm not happy with myself. Like you guys get to hop off the Zoom and go about your day, and I have to go look at myself in the mirror. So let's just like call a spade a spade. I'm not pleased with myself, but I've done worse. That I will say on our so podcast. Which you can let's find look at these podcasts. Let's let's look at these odds really quickly. So Josh, you have the Chiefs swing at all. Yeah, at betonline.ag, our sponsor, your go-to yeah. sports book. Chiefs are plus 500 as it stands today. The Bills are plus 1,100 as it stands today. And the Packers are also plus 1,100 as it stands today. So I personally think that, you know, when it comes to those, those odds, I don't think that the Bills and the Chiefs are that far off. And you're getting double the odds to mm. take the Bills to win the championship. It's great value. It's great value. It's a great, what, what are the, do we see what the bucks were at? The bucks are plus 600. Plus 600. And two, two of my, us, my other, my other Super Bowl team, the Seahawks is plus 2,500. So I feel like there's good value in that as well. That was good value, Nick. Two of us picked the Packers to get to the NFC championship. Two of us picked the bills to get to the AFC championship. Clearly we're confident in these teams. So you can be confident in putting that money down. If you have the money to bet, of course, if you don't, then, then, you know, just uh, make a wager with your friend. 
at betonline.ag. Yeah, they do friend they do friendly wagers there for sure. Um, and real real quickly, we got a couple more minutes left. I think we should go and, and give our MVP picks. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be. I mean, there's always it's it's always a pretty um, small list of guys that really have a shot, and it's usually a quarterback. Um, even if you rush for two thousand yards, you still can't really take it away from a guy like Mahomes or Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers or Brady. So um, as it stands right now, I'll just read you the top odds. Mahomes sits at plus 400. Dak sits at plus 750. Josh Allen sits at plus 800. Russell Wilson plus 1200. Stafford at plus 1200. Tom Brady at plus 1400. Aaron Rodgers at 1600. Lamar Jackson at 1600. Herbert at 1600. Baker Mayfield, 1600, and Kyler Murray at plus 1800. What do you guys Give think? Give me Russell Wilson at plus 1200, please, and thank you. It's a good value. Great value. I do like that. I do like, I like that a lot. I like Brady a lot. I like him putting up a 50-touchdown season. He's got everything there that was there last year. Like We know they're going to dominate that division, like we just said. If they end up with 15 wins and he's got over 50 touchdowns, how can you not give it to him? It's going to be oldest MVP ever. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good, good you, value man. too. Like you're saying, Nick, I good think, value. I do think it's good value. I'm just going to go with my heart and with, I think the smart move. I think that's going to be Josh Allen at plus 800. I think that they're going to win the Super Bowl, and he's going to be the best player in the NFL this season. Very, very interesting. You're really, you're really high on Allen. This is Allen's year for you. And I hope not as a Patriots fan, but as a football fan that he really does do some Look, remarkable things. Cause I want that bulls franchise. It's been so tough for them at the end of the day. He's their quarterback and he's their running back. Yeah. He's going to get it done with his legs and with his arm. Great bets all around guys. We'll see what happens at the end of the year. And we'll obviously keep track throughout. I'm Joshua Fisher. That was Alexander Disopolis. And of course, San Diego's own Nicholas Snacks Crider. Where the Charity Stripe. Find us on Instagram at the.charity.stripe. On Twitter at underscore Charity Stripe underscore. And anywhere, like we quickly mentioned before, you get your podcast Mondays and Thursdays. We out you. We love you. Hit your damn free throws. I want to give a quick shout out to our friend San Diego, a local knowledgeable realtor. San Diego went to San Diego High School, then to San Diego State University. Stan Diego Kimmerman knows all about your city. Give him a call now for any of your buying, selling, or investment needs at 619-940-STAN. That's 619-940-7826. Go to standiego.com now to find out more. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.